This week we watched Chance the Rapper in Slice, a film that takes place in a world where ghosts and werewolves and all kinds of other crazy shit exists. Uh, it was a great time. Um, Anthony and I are definitely a little bit rusty because it has been a while. Uh, but we still have a really good conversation. We get through the movie pretty quickly, uh, but uh, we we get into the rap part of the conversation, and um, I kind of just let it let it run. I didn't do a lot of editing this time because I actually really enjoyed that part, and it was just fun to kind of catch up with Anthony. It's like a greatest hits of all of our stupid crap we usually talk about. We got wrestling in there. We got basketball in there. We got Chance the Rapper's music. We got... Anthony's political ramblings. It's all it's all there. It's like the Bodega Box Office experience in miniature. So uh, I think you're going to dig it. Um, that's all I got, though. Let's get into it. Slice on Bodega Box Office. Again, I'll <laughs> scrape the lofty heights of Big <laughs> Chungus 4 on Pete PlayStation. Chinese delivery boys to me. Grandmaster Sexay and uh, <laughs> you mean Tony Parker? So yeah, yeah. shout out to Rahm Emanuel. You never accomplished anything good. I want a new drug. I'm exasperated because I'm fucking good at everything, and all you people are just cretinous fools. And like, it's Wait, you, you like a character like that? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bodega Box Office podcast about rap movies what's a rap movie is movies that are ri- written by produced by directed by or starring a rapper i'm the rap game jay sherman over here I have the rap game sandy kenyon what it do we're not rusty at all certainly not we're very good at this yes <laughs> rap game wd-40 because <laughs> we need those uh joints worked out is that the idea yeah yeah because we're need grease Okay. Probably. What do we do on this podcast? We um, talk about WD-40. Talk about WD-40. We watch a movie that has a rapper in it, and then we uh, talk about some music related to that, and then we go home and live our lives. Certainly. This week we watched Slice. Yes. Starring Chance the Rapper. He's the only rapper in this. Yes. Sometimes we have multiple rappers. Sometimes there's a... Hannibal Burris does have that one (laughs) rap song that charted in Norway or whatever. Did it really? I think it's that gibberish rap song. That he uh-huh. was promoting around the same time that he was uh, doing that bit about listening to Pregnant Pussy by UGK. Nice. Yeah. And the uh, the whole thing of uh, uh, Young Jeezy saying he's so rich, his room's got rooms. Yes. No, Jeezy, those are closets. Yes. That's great. Classic. Uh, yeah. He's in it. Uh, Zazzy Beats from Atlanta and uh, Deadpool Which is too. like an all-time should have been a rapper or a producer name. Zazzy Beats. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. When I saw that, I was like, that's got to be a pseudonym. Yeah. Fucking, what's Marsha's real like last name? <laughs> and it was like, oh, no, her name is just Zazzy Beats. Shows well, it could have been like... when Zazzy you get... or Zazzy? I've heard people say it out loud as Zazzy. Okay. So I'm just going to go Zazzy, that's although fair. it sounds like I'm saying um, like Zazzle, that old t-shirt yes. uh, making thing, where if you wanted to put like your butt cheek on a t-shirt and yeah for your friends and the yeah. walls you could just do it we're making a disco stew denim jacket yeah there we go it was like updated cafe press yeah you, know, you get a mug we are one thousand years old yes um zazzy beats paul Shear, chris parnell uh lots of people in this yeah some dickhead from stranger things hey, my wikipedia you, i was research. gonna see if you caught that yeah i only research on wikipedia i don't know I think oh, okay. I think I realized today that Atlanta may be the only contemporary show I watch. It's probably well, unless it's a reality television show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, so 
Were you excited to see this? What did you think going in? Like, uh, what, was your, what preconceived notions did you have? I like that the uh, like movie title card looks like that of the movie Go. <laughs> the like candy rave work at a grocery store movie the, from like, 1998. The post uh, Tarantino like rave movie. Yes. Where yeah, everything had to be in multiple timelines and yeah. I liked that movie. Actually. No, it's a great I movie. Like I I, I don't want to say it's a great movie. It is as much fun as it has any right to be. Yeah. Yeah. I owned it on VHS. Yeah. When I watched it semi recently. I got it for free. It was nice. very excited. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you got. Yeah, no. that was uh, that was the big first. I also tried not. To, I, I tried not to get colors. too excited because a thing I've learned a hundred rap movies in is that no amount of anticipation is ever going to pay off with anything other than misery. That's a good point. Yeah, like it was cool. I like the. It's like oh well, we'll get to talk about Chance the Rapper. That'll probably help. Uh, I don't know numbers or something. Someone will click on that. Yeah, shit. exactly. That'll be tight. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I like that this was clearly a movie that had other actors in it because the more other actors you see, the more you can sort of not have anxiety in the pit of your stomach about how it's a potential piece of shit. I agree with that. Like, this, you see a Fifty Cent movie, and you're like, "Oh, this is this is going to be at least you know interesting." But then you throw a bloated Val Kilmer on top yes. of that, and buddy, you've got Streets of Blood. Exactly. And you're in you're in good hands. Yeah, we are 20% of the way through that Lion's Gate <laughs> contract. 10-picture <laughs> deal. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like, you, the, the amount of incredible actors in this was like, oh, I'm at least going to enjoy, you know, most of this. Yeah. I, I had been following this movie since the beginning because I ended up following the director on Instagram. So I got to watch him, like, start this thing from nothing. So I was pretty excited to see it. As like finally completed, yeah, and I liked it. I want to start off saying by like I, saying that I really liked it. Yeah, it was no, it was it was a pleasant watch. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Do you want to do the plot? I'll yeah. do the plot. Thank God, it's <laughs> been so long since we watched one of these movies that I didn't write the plot down. Wow. Yeah. No, it's good. You were confused too. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I started to lose it at a certain point. I was confused too. But let's do the plot. Okay. There's a city called Kingfisher. In this city, there was once a asylum, and 20,000 people died there. 40,000. 40,000 people died Yes, there. justice for the 40,000. You're right. So what that means is that, naturally, because this is just, it's not really explained, there's 40,000 ghosts that live in the city now. Yes. And they all are dressed like they died in an asylum. Pretty cool. On the site of the asylum, they built a strip mall with some restaurants in it and a pizza place. And all of a sudden, all the delivery boys for that pizza place start turning up dead. Yes. You got a Jim Jones ad lib me the whole time. (laughs) Cinemax. Exactly. Just say Cinemax over and over again. Hey, Jim, say Cinemax again. Cinemax. Thanks, Jim. (laughs) Meanwhile, there's a werewolf. Named Dax Lecander. Great werewolf name. Yes. Played by That's Chance a government Le- name right there. That's a hell of a Not a pseudonym. Name. That's not no Zazzy Beats. That's real. Uh but oh yeah, I was gonna say, like her maybe she had to change her name from when she got her SAG card. There was probably already a, you know, I don't know. Whatever. You know who did is. doesn't have a SAG card? Any of the women painted by Chris Parnell. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we'll get to that. Uh, that was one of my favorite jokes in the whole movie. So meanwhile, there's a, a werewolf, because there's werewolves in this this place too there's also witches and demons but they haven't been seen for thousands of years who is living in exile and he decides to return home 
on his moped. Exile means like on the perimeter of the city. Yeah. Exile doesn't mean like when Napoleon went to exile. Exile just means like you get slightly worse cell phone reception than everyone else in town. Well, it's like they make a big show of like he's like a gunslinger returning home. Yes. And there's wanted posters everywhere for him because he's wanted for the murders of a bunch of Chinese delivery boys. Yes. Men. Boys are men. Chinese delivery boys to men. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a mayor who's uh, somehow profiting off of ghettoizing the ghosts into their own area called Ghost Town, and there's some activists who are trying to liberate the ghosts and uh, give them proper burials to return their souls to whatever resting place they need to be. I'm in. glad you're doing this. You got a lot more of the plot than I would have. And it was busy. There's a lot of a lot of ideas in this. Yeah, Zazzy Beats is uh, a girlfriend of one of the deceased drivers and takes it upon herself to widow do pizza widow pizza widow. You're right. Rest in pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Take it upon herself to figure out who's killing these delivery drivers. Paul Shear is the manager at the pizza place. He's just pissed because he can't sell more pizza. Um, there's a journalist trying to figure out what's going on. She figures out what's going on long before the cops do. They think it's Chance the Rapper. Turns out, might not be. But there's a big Bit of a red on. herring. Bit of a red herring. Comes down to, will he pop his claws or not? Classic Wolverine thing. <laughs> to defend the ghosts from a new threat. And that's where the story begins. <laughs> so, Thank you to the city of Joliet. Yes. Uh, Metrosepta station. I'm glad you caught that too, because I did do I did do some research. Right, did research. I think I've used that station before. Really? Yeah. I just know it from Blues Brothers. You know, Juliet Prison. That's fair. Jake. Yeah, it's still yeah. the same. Yeah, it's the same place. Yeah, all the yeah. towns around Chicago are still. So it's its own town. It's not like Blues a Blues Brothers prison. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it's cool because the whole point seemed to be like. Just fucking around in this world. Yeah. Where, like, ghosts and <laughs> pizza drivers are gangs. Ghosts have their own little ghetto. Like, yeah, there's a like lot the, of strange, like, like sectarian identity shit happening in this movie. Yeah, what like, did you think of all that? There's a lot of, um, I don't know, like, textbook social studies kind of stuff happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, does it sound like we should go to the notes? Let's go to the notes! Let's and take notes! I found it interesting that this is a movie that involves, like, burial grounds and werewolves and witches and ghosts, and yet the least plausible thing is probably a suburban city of 40,000 with uh, thriving independent journalism. Oh, yeah. That seems like the least plausible. Like, if somebody came up and was like, you know, man, there's ghosts, I'd be like, well, I mean... Sure, that seems reasonable enough. But like, when was the last time a city of this size would have had like a seventy-person newspaper? It's a good point. She yeah. like she works for like the Alt Weekly. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. like no, this isn't the bargain bulletin here. Like they're out there doing like like pounding the pavement, doing like serious investigative work. Yeah, she's running around with Steve from Stranger Things, and he's taking pictures, and he's bad at his job. Yeah, and yet. They still have jobs. 
They all have jobs. It's like a really nice place. It's all right. Okay, you would. That's a very yeah. you. Yeah. And they're printing out on newsprint, too. This isn't just like a, an internet periodical. This is a daily, daily newspaper. <laughs> I love that that's... Oh, yeah, and there's archives, too. It goes way back. Yeah. I love that that's where Yeah, you, rap game microfiche. Where you took this. Um, I got the eyes guy. From the vine, from the amazing vine where the guy eats a piece of chicken and his eyes pop out of his head. I'll show you after this. Don't perfect, worry. perfect. He was the first person. I hope to it's good, audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll describe the vine to you. So there's this thing called Vine. Okay. It's seven seconds of video. It's and like it, uh, what's the, what's the new Vine? TikTok. TikTok. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll be Tracer. I've uh, done some TikTok homework. Okay. I don't think I'm gonna. I I I hate to disappoint my fans because I know there's a lot of them from my prolific Vine days. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna get on TikTok. Guys. No, I don't think no. I'm gonna do TikTok. I feel like the only reason to get on TikTok is to try to balance the numbers away from Snapchat, which is trash. Or balance the numbers of like pervy dudes uh, duetting with thirteen-year-olds. Yeah, I was reading an article about TikTok, and it seems like a weird like music industry scam too. There's it's greasy, but it's also like it's I think I always say this. I feel like I've said it a billion times, like whenever you have a social network, you got to give like some weird constrictions around the content or else it just sucks. You end up with Facebook, which is boring and lame. But yeah. Like, Twitter in 140 characters, Vine in seven seconds. Um, you know, uh, Instagram was square. Yeah. For a while. Like I think like TikTok provides enough constrictions that people are making really interesting shit. on it. Yeah. I but saw one really good TikTok where it was, uh, you know, the big chungus meme? Uh, the big cat? No, <laughs> it's uh, like f- it's a fat Bugs Bunny from an old episode of Bugs Bunny where Bugs Bunny is like a big fat piece of shit for some reason. Amazing. And then someone randomly made, I don't know why I'm describing this. We'll have Des- to take all of this out. Describe TikToks to me. Oh, this is actually the best part. So someone made this meme where it's the fat bugs bunny but then they put it onto uh then they wrote big chungus over the top which is a very funny phrase funny phrase and then someone else then made that a big chungus playstation 4 game cover (laughs) so there's this the the first tiktok i ever saw was this kid giving his brother an elaborately wrapped Big Chungus game <laughs> that obviously doesn't have. And the brother is very upset he's being bothered, doesn't use the internet, doesn't understand why brother. this is funny, and just looks his little brother in the eye angrily and goes, I don't even have a PlayStation 4. <laughs> While wow, this brother's hyperventilating at how fucking funny it is. I love that it's it's little brother, older brother, because the, the next generation of comedy is bananas. The yeah. shit that they think is funny, we're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's amazing. really sketchy. But uh, yeah, so then the next day when I was like, what the fuck is this TikTok business? It can't all be... It can't hold scrape the lofty heights of Big Chungus <laughs> 4 on P- PlayStation. And then it was like a long-form article about how you can game like some music licensing and become like independently wealthy if enough people re-TikTok yes. your intellectual property with like the dog shit song you wrote. Yep. And I just like kept rereading it, looking for the words Big Chungus <laughs> and never found them. Be great if TikTok was nothing but Big Chungus-related <laughs> content. <laughs> exactly. That's why I downloaded the app, and then I rated it one star when I was incorrect. <laughs> 
<laughs> one star sorely lacking in big chungus content. Yeah. That's true about TikTok. There is some like greasy bylaws where they learned from every other social network where they're like, oh no, our creators are going to get paid or something yeah. if, they, if they come up with something. Yeah. Like a lot of the people who are big on TikTok are like musicians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am, yeah, the I'm next leaving. Gangnam style is going to come from some alt right kid making like meme videos well, of in his basement. It is. Yeah. Or, yeah, I, I'm all in on you describing the big chungus meme on TikTok. <laughs> Um, what other notes you got there, Big Chungus? Um, uh, really enjoyed when one of the pizza guys is murdered, and uh, they bring his bloody hat back to the that pizza place. That was amazing. Why'd they bring his hat? Really good. Um, my favorite guy, Joe, the dead guy who works at the pizza place. Yes. Where everything he is like, everything he says, he's like a harbinger of horror, and he knows it. Yes. It's amazing. And the dude who played him... Bless him. I just, I just want to <laughs> fucking give that guy all the Independent Spirit Awards or whatever you get when you're in this movie because he was fantastic. Um, I had a question. Uh, Chance the rapper, uh, I forget what his name is, Ken Werewolf or whatever. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, Ken, Ken Werewolf. Yeah, Ken Lobo Werewolf. Cincinnati. Uh, thousand year old werewolf. So my question is, American history. <laughs> wasn't here a thousand years ago. Uh, is he like a black diaspora werewolf? Uh-huh. Is he mixed? Uh-huh. Like, where, what, at what juncture, like, where was he when he became, like, in his lineage? Can werewolves, re- like, I see reproduce with non-were, like, was he turned uh, into a werewolf, you know, before he came to America? Yes. To work for no money yeah <laughs> thousand years that's like a long long time and that begs the question my hunch like, was native american like but that also assumes that like this world where there are ghosts and witches has the exact same history as our world yeah you know so it's like that's fair so in this world there's just like pangea melting pot yeah it could be right you know? at the top yeah fuck it but it's like or yeah it, it, that's what i like about about movies like this because they just destroy plausibility in the first five seconds of the movie. Yeah. It's amazing that any, anything can happen. That's fair. But yeah, no, I, that is a good question. Yeah, a thousand years. I'm going to say he came here as most black people did. And yeah. somewhere before that, he was turned. Yeah. To a werewolf. Fair. A uh, duck chair. That's my note. Ooh, that is a very good note. Shouts, really enjoyed the duck chair. Shouts to the production designer for finding that amazing duck chair. Yes. It's a sweet lawn chair. It's got a duck woven into like the vinyl. It's beautiful. And like an old school chair, not one of those like people with money go camping all the time now. So yeah. like this is like the kind of like plastic woven shit chair that like was in everyone's garage in nineteen eighty five. Yeah, it was mostly rust. Yeah. It didn't have cup holders. Yeah. So you'd have to take your croquet mallet, smash it into the sod next to you. But it also means it's super light, as opposed to the kind of thing where half the people going camping aren't going to want to carry the fucking thing. You stepped on my my bit about smashing a croquet mallet to create a cup holder for your beer. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. You and your class warfare bullshit. (laughs) 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 Those rich folks don't want to carry a fucking lawn chair with them. I <laughs> uh, really enjoyed the cop that had the uh, the just for men jet black Keith Hernandez haircut. Mm-hmm. Bless his heart. Uh, the cops uh, didn't 
didn't really accomplish anything. That was pretty amazing. No. Pretty useless. Yeah, I guess let's evaluate the police in this movie. Yeah. I mean, why not, right? Yeah. Which kind of cops are these? Uh, is it the, like, the law and order, um, you know, cops are always correct cops? Or are they, like, cops are dumb and we hate them cops? They, well, they were bungling, but they didn't actually seem corrupt. There was a point where they were stubborn and did that, like, I don't want to be proven wrong, so I'm going to chase a bad lead thing. But... As much contempt as I have for law enforcement, I think that's just sort of humans. People that's don't true. like being told they're wrong, uh, so they generally double down. Yeah. And this isn't a movie made by a rapper. It's a movie made by a rapper's friend. So it's not like... If like the Lil Boosie movie is just always going to have asshole cops. In yeah. It. That's, but this is... You know, it's harder to tell. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Although, comically, a uh, Chance the Rapper movie has... Uh, ineffective, corrupt, dog shit mayor. So, yeah, yeah, shout out to Rahm Emanuel. You never accomplished anything good. Eat fucking shit. Die in a fire. I just listened to that track, that new song. He Well, not new song. He put it out, I think, Summertime, where he's, like, calling out Rahm Emanuel <laughs> by name. And he talks about how he bought the Chicagoist. Yeah, yeah he bought the about? Chicagoist, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, all in on uh, the ists. Uh, I LAist and DCist, uh, not the biggest well, fan of as far as like in comparison to Gothamist and Chicagoist, but yeah, not, still very useful. Not big fans of those places either. Hmm? Not a big fan. Oh, of those either. cities. Actually, I LA I don't know enough about. But yeah. DC don't like. It. Ignorant to DC or ignorant to LA, DC toilet city. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we figured that out. Yeah, yeah, it's very important. Everyone knows our opinions on things. <laughs> also, uh, I noticed when uh. Chance is incarcerated. Uh, he's in the jail, and they let you make your call or whatever, but they use a payphone. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question is, do you still use a payphone for your call? Do you still get a call, or is that like a thing that I'm naive about and calls were like phased out at some point? Because like in the era of cell phones, like if you can't like if you could only make a local call, like imagine you get locked up, could have done something, could be on some bullshit, whatever. Yeah, no and they're like, Okay, you get one call, and you go to make the call, and then they're like, has to be 718 area code. That changes who you call, right? Fuck, who do I call? Yeah. My car service? Yeah, exactly. Like, I have no <laughs> idea who one would call. <laughs> and, like, he just answers, and he's like, okay, 15 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. no, no, I'm at Rikers. Okay, 15 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I, that begs the question, too. Is like, this world, there was no smartphones and shit, so this could be, you know. Like its own thing. It's, it's it's unstuck in time. No cell phones. No computers. Nothing. No flying cars. The cop car is a fucking old, like, Studebaker. Yeah. Like, which it's is like awesome. the Ghostbusters car like, or was, some I was shit. really into that cop car. Uh, I loved the gangs of... Uh, uh, delivery drivers. Yes, that was, was really like good. You pointed that. Out. I was gonna say the warriors. Yeah, you pointed that out right away, and I was like, "Oh, that is really, really good." Back when I was a prolific zombie fan fiction writer, I really thought you were gonna say prolific pizza delivery guy. I was a you very delivered pizzas longer than most I, people that deliver pizzas. Best job I ever had. But yeah, multiple so tenures. So many. Uh, yeah, so many tenures. Uh, I wrote a, a zombie story about how. <laughs> After the zombie apocalypse, the only people who could get you food were delivery drivers, and they had territory, and they fought each other, and they were, the Papa John's ones were the most badass, 
Doesn't it's it? basically like the taxi versus Uber wars in some cities. Yes. But with like seamless <laughs> versus uh I don't know, Postmates. Yeah, Uber Eats, Postmates, DoorDash, they're all fighting. Yeah. I was really pleased with myself in those days. But yeah, and I also delivered pizzas. It was uh, the best job I ever had. I always wanted to make a delivery uh, pizza delivery movie and never got around to it. There's not as many as one would expect. No. I'm glad that this movie's out there doing it. Yeah, I was really stoked on that. Yeah, no, the delivery driver hangout was amazing. Uh, Chris Parnell... The generally was a, f- a great like always great. minor comedic character in this with his painting of topless women. Oh, the smash cut to him painting boobs was yeah. like the funniest thing that happened in the movie. I also like that he just dresses like Doug Stanhope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or Mayor Mayor Larry Vaughn. Yeah, he's from just Jaws. wearing old leisure suits all the fucking time. He was fantastic. Really, really good. Big cheese's outfit. Yes, incredible. And the- I like. It took me a second, besides the outfit being incredible, but the way that everybody pointed the finger at him was by drawing, like, the cartoon cheese that has the weird, like, circular cutouts and everything. Like, like the cheese that you would see in a Tom and Jerry cartoon as, like, bait. Well, that was supposed to be, like, drug bags was the idea. Oh, okay. It was, like, a nondescript drug, too. They, like, never really say what it was. Yeah. But his... Cowboy hat? Well, it needs to be a drug that can get ghosts, werewolves, and humans high. What a cool drug. Right? I want a new drug. <laughs> That's what Huey Lewis was talking about. But his uh, his hat, his jacket, and his pants. Hot pants! I got tiny-ass yellow pants on, tiny-ass green pants on. Talk is cheap, motherfucker! It's been uh, a while since hot pants. It's been a while since the hot pants drop Hot got pants used. is back, baby. Um, I actually only have one more note. Cool. Uh, I really enjoyed, uh, you end up finding out she's a witch, but in the very beginning when the Justice 40,000 people are protesting, and it seems like the lead woman in charge of that is like a riff on Amy Goodman from Democracy Now! Don't know what any of that is. Oh, Either okay. of those people. It's... You- if you have cable, you may get that channel. It's like the the super lefty news where like they're always like they were on the uh, like Dakota pipe access pipeline shit right away. Like they do like the news where when they cover the debates, they just describe what's wrong with each person and how none of them could ever live up to McGovern. It's like the news that I watch, but it is always very much interested in things like are the ghosts being treated fairly, <laughs> and it looks just like that. So. Having them like lead off with that and like talking about like the problems with the corporate news of this town of 40,000 people. Like it was very on brand for that sort of like hippy dippy, like super lefty news. Which I bet speaks you to me. It wouldn't be hard to figure out either since this is like clearly from the mind of one person. You know, like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be hard to like go look, go look through. Austin Basile's Twitter feed and, and find all the things that like are the signposts of his politics. Certainly, because like it's all right in there. And that's what I liked about this is like the script was like so fucking felt free to just fuck around and pack in ideas and put a joke in every single line. Yeah, like, uh, you know, it's just like it's just full. It's completely full, and I like that. You don't see a lot of things like that. It seems like a lot of movies get made by committee, and it's like it's usually it's rarely just like one person in control. Certainly, I mean, you obviously do see that, but like this, from what we see, is uh, 
It's the best of that. And it made it easier where the parts that I had trouble following it, I will always forgive one guy for wanting to get all his ideas in, where if there's eight people trying to get all their ideas in, I just want to be like, hey, fire Herman. You have <laughs> too many things going on anyway. Yeah, because they're trying to like, it's usually like a real cynical like appeal to every common denominator yeah. in one thing. And this is like, I don't know who was trying to appeal to, but it, yeah. it was us, basically. Uh, what do we think of Chance's performance? Let's be real here. I mean, it was, he isn't an actor, certainly. No. And I think that's what I liked was he was sort of a dud, but he didn't. He wasn't distracting. That's yeah. this seems to be a movie where it's just what's happening, what's happening, what's happening. So like, unless you know what you're doing, stay the fuck out of the way. That Normally, journal. I prefer an overact to an underact. Yeah. But in this particular case, I think the movie is just designed to keep feeding you wacky shit. So if you don't know how to act, just fucking like just be lukewarm well and he was like surrounded by so many other people too it's not like who so many other great actors like, yeah it's not like uh big money hustlers <laughs> where harlan williamson is like the only actor in the whole movie <laughs> and he doesn't have a script and you can just see him out there flailing trying to carry shaggy two dope and violent jay in a movie like this was not that like chance had like all these incredible people so he was fine yeah and i actually shouts to research he hated acting. He like in all the interviews, he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to act anymore. Like, I did not like that at all. I just want to make music. I might direct Which is cool. at some point, but yeah. I'm not doing the acting thing." Yeah, shouts to him. I thought it was great. He did like he did have a good thing of like smirking through everything, you know, where he looked like he was kind of like in on a joke the whole time. That yeah. was really cool. Like he wasn't gonna like overact. He was just gonna like sort of know that this is silly and just be there with the audience smiling at it well and i like characters that do the i'm exasperated because i'm fucking good at everything and all you people are just cretinous fools and like it's you you like a character like that (laughs) (laughs) you don't say fair fair but you know what i mean like i enjoy where they're basically just like fine I guess I can help, but like at the very least, can you like give me some space? (laughs) I need a minute here. Yeah, to like get the wolfness up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, let's let's wait for the full moon, shall we? Like in the meantime, I've got uh, my my stories or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta fix my moped. Yeah. Which he did. He had to fix his moped. His high performance machine. (laughs) Which brings us to. Hot lines. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. Damn, son, where'd you find this? This movie might have had the most hot lines of any movie we've ever seen. Every line had a joke in it. Like, there was a lot of hot lines. I stopped writing them down. It was insane. Normally, you don't start writing them down. That's true. I didn't even. I didn't know. Yeah, I had to start. And then I had to stop. Lay one on me. Uh, cr- Cracking Foxy. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I enjoyed that. Which is either completely made up or from like a weird old Dashiell Hammett, like, you know, knockoff or something. Yeah. You're over here in here cracking Foxy with us, <laughs> which sort of means like wise talking, I think. Yeah, that's the impression that I got. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, during the mayor's speech one of society's most vulnerable members, a pizza delivery boy. 
Which, which huge facts. A, huge facts. B, like, as always, whenever uh, there's, like, someone talking about how dangerous being a cop is, and you're like, actually, bartender and taxi driver and fisherman. Sex worker. Yeah, sex worker, exactly. You could name fucking 700 jobs more dangerous than police officer. And, uh, yeah, pizza guy, probably more dangerous. Yep. There are heroes. Yep, that's true. I'm a hero. I was a hero at one point for, <laughs> for Domino's, and then I was a hero again for Green Mill. Um, I got a hot sign. Nice. The the menu at the pizza place had was a, had a little bit of a Bob's Burgers vibe. Yeah. Uh, cold brew pizza. Hilarious. Yeah. What a concept. I I looked for like good stuff in there around the same time you noticed that because I was like, oh, there's gonna be good shit in there, and I was like, I mean, there's effort. There's effort being yeah. made. And then some of them were just like, oh, that's just a regular thing you'd see on a menu. Yeah. So you know, there we go. Um. I liked uh, when the uh, two cops are talking to the ghost cop, uh, and the ghost cop is talking to the just for men cop, and then his like understudy is out looking somewhere else and interrupts, and the just for men cop just goes, what the fuck is it, son? Davis here is telling me a compelling story about his asshole. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about anal fissures and stuff. Yeah. That was great. Um. I got uh, muscles for days. When Chance is like, I'm, "What does he say? Like, I'm just a, I'm just really handsome." Yeah. And then he's like, "And I'm strong." And the other cop goes, "Muscles, muscles for days." For days. <laughs> That's good. That was really good. Uh, and uh, the last one that I liked, also the weird shitty cop. My father was a crossing guard with a taste for booze, and that was his downfall. Yeah, that was after a very long story about how he died, and it wasn't a werewolf that killed him. He got hit by a car that a werewolf was driving or yeah. something stupid it's great i um, can only imagine the ineffective crossing guard that led to the uh endless lawsuit i was in described probably 50 episodes ago i can only imagine that crossing guard also had a taste for booze <laughs> i'm sure it happened in wisconsin right yeah yeah if you're out there doing crossing guard work at seven in the morning in a town of nine thousand people i would imagine you've probably <laughs> you wake up with a nip you go to bed with a nip you got there with whiskey plates on your car yeah. <laughs> that, that's <fucking> whiskey plates. <laughs> do they still do those yeah i mean well someone of uh, someone who's very close to me had them oh they yeah. had them but i feel like that used to be the let's let you still drive even yep. though you have a predilection for drunk driving yep. you go to work you go home yeah that's it do that but i mean do, do they still let you i feel like now i don't know that's a good know. question whiskey plates yeah but that's listeners right in yeah <laughs> tweet at us if you've got whiskey plates in 2019 1-800-223-9797 and uh let us know my last hotline is uh not so fast mr cheese <laughs> <laughs> which you don't even need context yeah fucking great no context needed uh so is this above or below the mendoza line should you watch it what are, what are your final thoughts here Ah. Uh. I would say find someone you enjoy, start watching this movie while cracking a beer and smoking weed, and really enjoy the first half, knowing that you're going to become preoccupied with, like, I don't know, Instagram stories or whatever during the Play second half. Dog, yeah. At which point, uh, you're not going to know what's going on anyway. Yeah, no, there's a... Yeah, sorry. Is that is that, that your final... Then more or less, yeah. I'm glad they made it. Um, there was nothing really wrong with it. 
uh, I started to lose it by the end, just because it's a feature-length movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. You probably could have removed one random, like, hook or turn or whatever and shortened the movie by 15 minutes, and everyone probably would have been better off. I, uh... I, f- I feel bad saying stuff like that because I've, like, been w- so invested in this movie existing for mm-hmm. so long, just, like, following it. But, um, yeah, it, it, like, it is confusing if you're, like, in it for, like, a plot-driven thing, which, like, you shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, and they do try really hard to make sure you stay on track with the journalist character who just always steps in to constantly explain to you what's happening. Yeah. But that's not the fun of it. The fun of it is just, like, watching all these great actors like have fun with this really weird idea and this really enthusiastic script and just fuck around. Yeah. It's entertaining. I I recommend watching it as long as you've got like your phone in the room or whatever. Hell yeah. And as long as you're drinking and smoking and chilling, like, and I, I just don't want to live in the world where this doesn't exist. Yeah. Just like belly. Like I might not flip it on, but like I, I do not want to live in a world where this does not exist. And it's visually cool and they don't linger on anything too long. Like not self-satisfied. Like, Oh, look at how fucking brilliant we are. Yeah. It's, it's just like, we're going to zip along and have fun and, yeah. And at least for the first half of when it gets convoluted, like w- the early moments of it being convoluted, it's convoluted in like the dark night way where you feel like you screwed up, which I think is the mark of a movie that's got something going for it is when you hold it against yourself instead of being like, hey, Chance, what the fuck are you doing up there? It's like listening to Sage Francis where, like, you start to feel bad. You're yeah. like, God, I do eat a lot of meat. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. really, like, you're wa- you're, listen- <laughs> you're watching the movie, and when you start to get lost, you're, like, you take it out on yourself because yeah. you're like, nope, I mean, this, it's well-miked. Everyone's, <laughs> like, entertaining on screen. The cuts are happening at the right pace. I must be the one to blame. Yeah. And then about the fourth time you say that to yourself, then you realize you're gaslighting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just funny that we're so broken from watching 500 rap movies that like, we're just like, well, it's got mics, so yeah. it must be coherent. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right. We're going to go to some music, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll do that. We'll do that. Be right back. Hey my, hey my, I know I never did behave a lot Never got good grades a lot And turn your hands to graze a lot And go in stores and take a lot And never shop or save a lot So you ain't gotta shop and save a lot And you don't gotta worry about chase a lot They playing with your checks, your shit Is they gon' take your pay or not Case of rock, got it in Fuck them nigga, you smarter than We just gon' back your part in them Save money, my partner, damn, I'm part of them It's part of me, this save moolah, both scar to three I'm riding around my side of town Hot box and no cops around I had the tuts, I had the gown Just had a show, just had to bounce It's chance hope, 10 day Channel no hable inglay That language be that challenge But ooh, more caliente So she just gonna throw her steps on And haters gonna throw that Epsom And we just gonna throw a party And I'ma just throw my Teflon Cause family be that plug though And I ain't even flex on But twin bro be that victim and big cuz be that chef Sean And we back That was uh <laughs> 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 the only time I've ever, ever been able to say that Meaningfully yeah. on this 
Um, that was Hema. Yes, the original one where a tree laced like a really fire sample and then it didn't clear. So instead, in true uh, Chicago Kanye tribute fashion, they made it twice as long and vomited strings and fucking all sorts of other bullshit all over the top. I like that you said laced a fire sample. That's the most rap internet thing <laughs> you've said in the last 10 years, probably. Yeah. When yeah. you were key styling. <laughs> that that was the extent of my enthusiasm. Tree is like one of the most underrated musicians in Chicago. Like rap, not rap, producer, rapper, whatever. And I think he's done a lot with Valet. I could be wrong, but I think Valet has checked in with Tree. I I believe so. He's and he's like he's done like a he's had a weird career path where he's tried to do things that paid bills but that he still had some integrity it's like he did one of those weird i think it was like what was it the honda scion oh good for him yeah he did one of those eps not even a no that's it's not even honda scion is like its own company Oh, okay and their thing is like yeah we like also spend money on music yeah which it's is like weird. back in the day when we used to go to like all those free yep. rap shows in brooklyn they would always have weird Scion related EPs. metal too. Be like Scion presents decapitation <laughs> at the Nokia Theater or whatever yeah. the hell it was called at the time. It's weird. And no shade. Like get that bag tree. Like one of the better musicians. Fucking going. Still, he put out a new tape the other day that's like really good. Yeah. So I don't know much about him. He's like a Chicago multi instrumentalist. Like just does shit. And yeah, he's on everybody's shit, and he's just cool. Yeah, he does <laughs> like great. old like, like sample style shit, but then also is like the rap singer, where it's sort of like in like like the Fix era Scarface, where he would like croon as like a background singer, like Pimp C, while also rapping. Like he does that kind of shit, but because it's the 2010s, like it went off a lot differently because yeah. like licensing samples is such a pain in the ass and all of that but yeah just a full-on genius that's that's cool is there an exclamation point no no i think it's uh no it's mc tree g is okay. i think what he he just goes back and forth between because tree is not exactly uh the most seo friendly <laughs> rap name uh you gotta get that hot arbor day yeah, it's called Arbor Day, right? Is mixtape? If it's no, there's not, a, there's been a handful. Sunday School is the one I always remember, but there's like five of them, and unfortunately, the Scion one is simultaneously probably one of the two best, but is uh, they didn't want swears on it. Okay, so I have like this weird trusty '96 kilobyte rip of the dirty version that I've got to listen to or all the samples sound really flat because I'm not trying to fucking listen to anybody. I've edited curses on a rap record. That's the problem with having an Apple Music subscription is I'll fuck up and download the clean version all oh the time. Oh, my God. That happens to me with Google Play Music also. I, I finally got around to listening to Meek Mill's album, Championships. Or yeah. Whatever. And like, Which is like really good, even though it's two and a half hours long. Yeah, it's great. But I had barely enough interest to get me to the point of even downloading it. And yeah. I downloaded the clean version. And I was just like, I almost gave up entirely. I'm glad I didn't though, because he is. I I like how down he is to do some weird shit yeah. with his music. I like, really a I love the song Oodles and Noodles. 
babies. That's just great. But I, I love B, it too. Haven't the heard part it, love it. at the end where he's like, I got this friend that's a billionaire and I have to explain to him. And now, like a year later, I'm really hoping we get like an Oodles and Oodles Babies part two where he is like explaining to Rob Kraft all the things he's learned about not getting arrested now that Rob Kraft is the one that's doing fucking greasy shit. Got a handy at Asian orchids or whatever yeah, it's called. Exactly. <laughs> Fell into the fucking Foster Sesta trap where every politician is tripping over their own dicks to pretend there's human trafficking involved. And it's like, no, those are just a bunch of above ground owning pool Republican ass fuck faces <laughs> that are like all involved in the same dirty business like all their other dirty businesses are. And then they're going to like just arrest a bunch of fucking brown and yellow women and pretend they're trying to emancipate them. Like, that's how you know it's the okie doke is when they're like, we got to save these women. But I mean, we're still going to arrest them. Yeah, they're not like to, to save them. them. Yeah, they're not freeing them. They're like still arresting them. Like the above ground pool, though, is where I'm stuck because that is <laughs> such a signifier of shitty rich person bad taste. Yeah. But like, oh, man, beautiful. Like <laughs> When you go to someone's house and they have an above ground pool, that like Bud Light is just going to be flowing like you're stone cold. Like, oh, it's yeah. going to be just flying at your face all the time, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. That means you're gonna have a great Saturday. Yeah, you're like, hey, hey, dude, you got you got a, a a towel? I'm soaking wet, and they're like, oh, you want American flag or American flag? <laughs> <laughs> now I want to party with somebody with an above ground pool, <laughs> like right now, the best party. Uh, yeah, yeah. I when that Rob Craft thing happened, I was like, just give me all of this. Let me yeah. just watch all of it unfold, and uh, just it's all the things. And it's the Super Bowl. That shit happens every year, in part because law enforcement is always doing that bullshit in the ride-up to the Super Bowl where they're like, you know how much more human trafficking there is during the Super Bowl? We're citing a statistic we just made up. So keep your eyes peeled. Keep your eyes peeled. Fucking ridiculous. Bake them away, toys. (laughs) Yes. And also, Chance the Rapper rapped on that, and it's good, or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, but... I yeah. forgot why we started yeah. this. But tree. We haven't even had that many beers. It's yeah, just tree like and oodles and noodles babies and above ground pools. I think we covered the high points. Yep. Chance the rapper is still a good rapper. Championships is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The the Rick Rick Ross uh, got overshadowed by that amazing Jay Z verse. Uh, I like Mona Lisa ain't nothing but a bitch to me. <laughs> it's an I, amazing line. <laughs> but he like doesn't really rap. He just know, says stuff. He just t- he says luxurious things. And it's yeah. and like I hope he leans into that harder and harder every year. Where by the end he's just like reading you like a Sotheby's catalog or something. <laughs> but it's more just like as far as rap as like a skill. Like he's more like one of those anti-con rappers now that just like <laughs> says stuff and you're like a lot of that stuff was really cool. Yeah. Like as opposed to I didn't like, get a lot of it. Rapping. The yeah. production was panned left and right fucking super crazy the entire time and there's rapping over droplets of water. <laughs> but uh it's fire though. Yeah, <laughs> when when's, really when's the Jay-Z and Gel album coming out? Uh and rest in power to Alias. Yes. There's murals of him all over Marcy, you know. <laughs> that's how you know you've made it <laughs> remembering you fondly is made fun of on our podcast after you die 
It's all love, though. It is all love. Because if you weren't fucking with Deep Puddle Dynamics in 1999, you weren't doing anything. I have your Deep Puddle Dynamics. That probably worth actual money. Like, a CD copy of that record is probably worth money. I mean, half of it skips and there's no CD case, so... Eh, still yeah. worth something. That's fair. But quite uh, good. Yeah, one of the top five, like, weird old rap records for white people in 2001... That you look back now and you're like, actually, this is fucking bonkers. Yeah, we needed our safety raps. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Rap City was too too urban for us. Oh, my God. I miss <laughs> Rap City so much. <laughs> well, I do really like the idea of Rick Ross as an anti-con rapper, like, a lot. <laughs> I really like that. Um, what is Dose One doing now? He's teaching, like, high school or he's teaching, like, a rap class? That sounds like a thing Dose One does. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, love tree, love chance. Yeah, support the new tree. I don't remember what it's called. I just listened to half of it while watching a Clippers game, really baked, but it was fucking great. It made me stop listening to Ralph Lawler, which Ralph Lawler is a scarce resource. He'll retire any year now. But I was like, you know what? I'll just call my own bingos on three-point shots <laughs> while listening to this. So uh, let that be the ringing endorsement it deserves. Fuck yeah. Um, speaking of Lawlers, did you know the Grizzlies have wrestling at, like, halftime? Is that true? Yeah. It makes sense. Memphis is, like, a wrestling city. Jerry Lawler. Jerry the King Lawler. So he's, like, all over it. It's called Grind City Wrestling. That's and they have announcers. Cool. They have a belt. And they did, like, seven... Uh, promotions throughout the season. That's really bad. And the Wolves Grizzlies, like you know, mean irrelevant game. Both of them are way yeah. out of the playoff contention. Was the culmination of it was the Steiner brothers and Rikishi, what and Jerry Lawler all fighting at halftime. Not on the court. They had a separate ring built in the stands. It was unbelievable. That sounds bad. And I don't even like also too. So it's Rikishi, Jerry Lawler, Buff Bagwell, Buff Buff Bagwell. Yeah, Buff Bagwell's still alive. Yeah, I had to stop and think. I was like, wait, Buff Bagwell's dead, isn't he? <laughs> no, Buff Bagwell's not dead. He the was Steiner. just on an episode of Gigolos. Okay, was he really? Yeah, good for him. I don't want to say just. Yeah. like that makes it sound like Gigolos wasn't canceled three years ago. Yeah, yeah. But I just like that was his last thing since being in softcore porn. Well, he's out there. Anyway, it was amazing. Yeah, no, that's super tight. Did uh, Jerry Lawler do the thing where he pulls the foreign object yep. out of his trunks and hits somebody? Oh, no, he he pulled his uh, his other strap off, though. Oh, when, I love that. That's when you knew it was getting real. I love Jerry Lawler. And Rikishi and the Grizzly mascot and Jerry Lawler all danced at halftime with the dancers, with the, uh, that's the, amazing. the Grizz City dancers, yeah. whatever they call them. In tribute, probably, to Brian Christopher, who d was one of the, because it was too cool. Remember, this is Grand becoming Master a wrestling podcast, yeah. and I am very upset about it. <laughs> Sean's going to send us so many angry tweets. <laughs> no, but it was uh, Grandmaster Sexay and... Uh, <laughs> Do you mean Tony Parker? <laughs> no. <laughs> the point is, Jerry Lawler's son, Brian Christopher, was in a tag team where they like danced and wore goggles and did fun shit, and then nice. them and Rikishi got together. So all the Rikishi dancing stuff, because Rikishi was just like one of the head shrinkers. He yeah, was, but like, he does one like of the endless number of great Samoan wrestlers, and then he came back like five years later, fatter and yep. with blonde hair, and they danced once. It's like a joke. And he the does crowd like rerun. Lost dances. their fucking shit. It's like looks like a rerun, basically. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It was great. There was a lot of that in the ring. Yeah, that was like <laughs> Attitude Era. No high flying stuff. Nothing. <laughs> you mean nothing? Jerry Lawler, who's almost died three times, <laughs> and Rikishi didn't do any high flying acrobatics. It was just like the most like anemic shit ever, and it was still amazing. That's wonderful. It oh, was yeah. great. It was genuinely great. It was like it it put uh, it made it super fun on my uh, enjoyability index, even if the game kind of sucked. Yeah, because there was wrestling, and I, I don't give a shit about very wrestling. Very tight. Yeah. But you do, and it's I, I like I just like weird, weird shit, weird performance yeah. shit. So like, well, and it's league pass live, where you're just like, what would I be subject to watching yeah. if I didn't walk over to Parm right now? Yeah, yeah, and like Red Panda, like might yeah. be the only thing that I would stick around for. That wasn't because the Nets are always garbage. Yeah. Oh, the Nets. You, you pointed out to me how bad the Nets are because they don't have people like spinning around on a bat and then trying to run through an obstacle course. They yeah. Have, it's always dancers. I went to Knicks Nuggets the other day, and it was just such a breath of fresh air to watch Knicks game ops instead of Nets game ops. Except there's a lot of really suspect, shitty new blues at Knicks games because of yeah. Jimmy Dolan. That stupid Robert Randolph theme song. <laughs> they do. This is fucking New York City. Why is Robert Randolph yeah. the like theme song? It's bad. because he's got a slide guitar, and Jimmy Dolan gets a boner every time he hears a slide guitar. Oh my god! Fuck him. He's such a jerk off. I went to a Knicks game recently too. It was a blast. Yeah, the Knicks Timberwolves. It's game. a great it was, experience. It was awesome. I was close. Got to hear fucking Paul Millsap screaming defensive instructions That's at the other sick. Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. We were like 14th row. Shout out to Corey Riley. Best wedding present ever. Sick. Not counting the Roomba. Roomba's very cool. And the hamper you never got? No, I never. No, I think the hamper is in storage. Okay. Oh, we'll get into it off air. Great. I believe the hamper arrived. There wasn't enough content in the main episode, so we're just going to have to fill it out with hamper content. Yes, exactly. Oh, great. Nobody fills a hamper like it. <laughs> Ryan Wimper. <sighs> so, um, Chance the Rapper. Yeah. He's good. So many good things. So many good things. <laughs> I'm glad you came with some like some of his, you know, more rare stuff because I I just had to, all I did today was catch up on those like nine singles he released over the summer. Okay, they're all really good. There's the one where he like says "fuck Rahm Emanuel" like by name. Yeah, which is really as cool. he should. Do you think the the mayor in Slice was modeled at all after Rahm Emanuel? I mean, I don't think it's modeled <laughs> so like, much he as... like drawing boobs? I, I think that if he were from a different city, the mayor might not have looked like such an inept boob. Yeah. But I don't think they were like, let's make Rahm Emanuel also Dr. Spaceman. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know that that was, like, an articulated idea. It's, it's Spachemin. Yeah. <laughs> I like being the like the Thirty Rock pedant. Yeah. I, I haven't been enough of one ever in my life. I don't think so. Let's find new things. Indeed. Uh, um, Moving on. Name the next Chance the Rapper song. My favorite Chance the Rapper song involves King Louie. It's on the Downey Trump. Man up, band up. One of my all-time favorite mixtapes. Uh, Drill Illuminati is just a great play on words so yes. that's maybe mine but i don't really i've only listened to one i don't you know me i'm not an albums guy i'm a singles guy i get stuck and i got stuck on this song <laughs> and every king louis mixtape has 30 songs on it it's insane who has who has the time i can't believe you had the time to make them it's unbelievable <laughs> but yeah the, the donny trumpet uh or surf i'll just call it surf because donny trumpet changed his name because he hates donald trump 
Oh. Donnie Trumpet is an actual trumpet player that Chance is friends with. Yeah. And no, I just didn't realize he changed his name because it didn't occur to me that was a pun. Yeah, it's like a Donald Trump, so he oh. like changed it to like a it's like uh, Miguel Sassy Pants or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think Surf is my favorite Chance record. Uh, me and Nadia are both massive fans, and that one, that King L verse on uh, Familiar, is just like is it does, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. If this if this bitch from Paris, then Paris is terrible. Like, <laughs> I don't want to go there anymore, no even though I've been there before. It's so funny. Um, so we're not gonna play that though. Just go listen to all of Surf. It's available. It's free. Just get it. It's fantastic. Is it still free, or is it free the way that it fucking uh, better be free? In Rainbows was free. Or it was free for like three months to talk about intellectual property, and then after that, it's like only hundred eighty gram vinyl for seventy dollars. That's true. I I I just assume it's free because like it was free at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's great. I I love it. But uh, you pulled out a little uh, future and King and King Louis. And yes, future chance and King Louis. My peak. Wait, why can't we call him King Louis anymore? Is that a Disney thing? Is yeah, it Jungle Book related. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Christ. so he's supposed to be King L, but then I just call him King Louis anyway because also. King L is like harder to search for because uh yeah the algorithm just gets shittier and shittier every yeah, it's, week. Yeah, it's like you you started to search for King Louis and stopped. Yeah. It might actually be brilliant from an SEO perspective predictively. What other King Ls are there? King I don't know. Uh King Los, isn't there a King Los that's oh. a rapper? Okay. I could uh, be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it out and post. <laughs> So this one's called uh, My Peak. My Peak. Yeah. It is a workman-like future like mixtape drop. It's like a world star hip-hop logo on the video. It's about syrup. Yeah. But it's got Chance and King Louie on it. Yeah, exactly. And like it makes sense where like there's like the thread of future and Chief Keef like having a lot more in common than you would expect based on how infrequently they work together. So it's cool to see Future doing stuff with all of them, especially in an era where Chief Keef is constantly doing shit with, like, Zaytoven and all of the sort of Future cohorts. That is cool. Because it's so, like, somehow still so regional, even though we live in a world where you don't have to be regional to be successful. Yeah. But... Well, and it's because like Chief Keef is sort of atonal, so like while I really like Chief Keef, there's something to be said for like outside of like your David Drakes and like that kind of like regional rap writer, people don't want to sift through all of the Chief Keef the right way here. that you would. <laughs> I'm that guy. No, I, I don't I don't listen to a lot of Chief Keef. Yeah. I, I know he's great. There's a lot I know of good stuff. Fanny Toe is like amazing, but like I don't, I don't even know how to say it. So I'm not, I am a total poser when it comes to drill music, and um, that's that's the tea, people. <laughs> we'll save all this for when we watch Chicago, but don't play any music from the movie because Spike Lee is a poser and didn't use any fucking Chicago th- rappers in it. I thought you were talking about Chicago starring Christina Aguilera and. Uh, fucking share or whatever no no if we're if we're gonna but talk no, about chicago uh, we're only doing the bb new earth one and burlesque. we're just gonna talk about cheers the whole time oh, bless them uh you mean Chirac? is it Chirac? yeah Chirac. i thought it was just called chicago it's mm. based on i don't Liz's see movies struggle. i don't fucking know yes you do you saw the fucking murakami best movie of the year last oh year, that's so. true burning yeah 
You saw burning, burning and I you saw Smoking in the Bandits. I did see Smoking in the Bandits. So I see I see movies that are by <laughs> I see movies that are about Murakami short stories because my wife likes them and I see movies that have Sade in the soundtrack. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Never saw, saw twice. You saw, saw that twice? No, I saw Widows and I saw How was um, Widows? Widows was super tight. I suppose I heard it was amazing. Yeah, it's uh there was like a couple parts that were like, "Oh, that's just a a surprise for no reason mm. but yeah no widows was super tight it was really fun and they make liam neeson look like a prick and uh yeah f- strong female protagonists yeah yeah that's great thumb up <laughs> does that wait is that thumb related shade no uh <laughs> i halfway through saying thumbs up realized that like ebert gets a thumb and Cisco gets a thumb so I'm just yeah, uh, that's the Mendoza line, people. It's, it's a thumb. I, just, I give it thumb up. I thought you were being ableist about my lack of a thumb. Right no, now. that's yeah. fair. Um, I, how long are you like on the bench? Like when are you able to play one of those video games I hate? Uh, what? First of all, <laughs> no. You know what? Not even gonna. <laughs> He's too tired to deal with. Not me. doing it. <laughs> Not today, Satan. It's How many times do I have to hear about the fucking Smash Ball in my? <laughs> Ugh. Um. I think I have a uh, couple more days before I can just go to like a regular Band Aid. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> you can't fight City Hall. Yeah. There's still a part of my thumb is missing. It's just yeah. gone. So. Like like forever, forever? Or like do you have a shorter thumb? For, for the audience, Ryan's missing part of his thumb. I cut off part of my thumb. Uh, I was cutting a carrot with a really sharp knife and uh whoom, one slice gone. Right through the nail and everything. That was the worst part. The feeling of a knife going through nail. That was terrible. But it uh it's it's gone and the doctor said it's gonna grow back with secondary intention. Which means, I guess, primary intention is like when you're in the womb and your hands are growing to like be hands. Now it's just gonna like <laughs> grow uh, errantly. It's just gonna grow in like a random fashion. I think. Okay. So, I I don't know what I'm gonna end up with at the end of this. Like, I might end up with some more fingernail. I might end up with just another eyeball. I don't know. Well, when shit like that happens, you do want to talk about it. Like, I want to talk about my thumb. Like, yeah. I really do. Like, if anybody wants to talk to me about my thumb, I'm just like ready. Like, it's an at Bodega Box Office. At Bodega Box Office and all the things. Bodega Box Office at gmail.com. Bodega Box Office.com. Yeah. You can submit a question there about my thumb, <laughs> and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, so, we're going to play that song. Yeah. <laughs> This is great for anybody who just didn't get enough content from us. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I wonder if they fell off during the three <laughs> months of sabbatical between Anthony's honeymoon and Ryan planning a wedding and all this. Yeah, no, we clearly are. We're not. peaking. Yeah. It's called my peak. My peak. <laughs> so. Head full of smoke, body full of ink, all measuring no more. Pour it till it's pink as I'm lifting up the doors, dropping ashes on the seats. Ooh. I ain't barely reached my peak, no. I ain't barely reached my peak, no. I ain't barely reached my peak as I'm lifting up the doors, dropping ashes on the seats. Ooh. I ain't barely reached my peak, no. My baby mama finna get a master. I just hit the office, that's the fast up. I don't wanna hear about no masters. 
I just hit my pastor, it's faster, okay, okay. They gon' point to Cuba when I pass away. I'll probably still be ballin' on my castaway. I just got a text to say, keep going. I just got a check to say, keep going. Birdcage, Jerko, horn prayer, crane mode. Everything player code, phone, airplane mode. Nothing come for free, nothing come for free. You might be the devil, you don't fuck with me. I'ma keep making them make extra payments. I'm a free agent like the second matrix. I'ma make donations till it's reparations. Then dance around the town like I was Kevin Bacon. I be doing shit they only think about. I might throw a million to chase account. Nothing come for free, nothing come for free. You might be the feds, you don't fuck with me. Head full of smoke, body full of ink. I don't measure it no more. I pour it till it's pink. As I'm lifting up the doors, dropping ashes on the seats. Oh, I ain't barely reached my peak, no. I ain't barely reached my peak, no. I ain't barely reached my peak as I'm lifting up the doors, dropping ashes on the seats. Oh. I just went on tour and got a check to do some shit I love Call up LA Reed and tell his ass it's time to run it up Doing all this counting on my own, I need some new thumbs I heard they say they gon' do something to me, tell them do something Live Nation checks with my name, give me goosebumps I'll book a flight for your girl and make your boo come Slide on a prey and a date and make the news come I had a few fights for my life and I ain't lose one Nothing come for free, nothing come for free When I'm with your spouse, she gon' come for me You don't want no problems, they go down for me We can ball and kick it, come and pump with me Head full of smoke, body full of ink I don't measure it no more I pour it till it's pink As I'm lifting up the doors, dropping ashes on the seat Okay, so we're back Yes Yep. And uh, yeah, we are fading out here. We've clearly. I don't know if we're fading out or we're ramping up. That's fair. That's just fair. Getting, I think it's just getting uh, good. What we'd like to leave you with a few episodes ago, we did a Kanye deep dive. It was the Fire Festival episode. Yes. Wasn't it? No, it wasn't. Was it? It was the Fire Festival episode. Why were we talking about Kanye in the. F- oh, because of good music. Yeah, there was going to be a good music thing, a good music presentation at the Fire Festival. Yep. And we talked endlessly about the Kanye and Consequence song, Out the Game, in an Al Green sample. And then, because of my own shoddy record keeping, the song that ended up getting added to the episode was, uh, I believe, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Same era, not the Al Green sample. Uh, Yeah, just one of those things that were like, we could edit. But uh, yeah, no, we'll just leave it. Uh, However, during the Chance the Rapper deep dive we were doing, uh, we found this song with him and Kembe X, fellow Chicago rapper from 2012 called Give and Take, that has the exact same sample to the point where it's clearly like one of those early chants, like Chicago homage things, much like him desiring to make a record with R. Kelly, yeah. like all the stuff he did with Jeremiah. Like he just like. I like that you say Jeremiah. Was it? What, what am I supposed to say? Ah, uh, Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah. Jeremiah. That's, was that Triple H saying it or James Hetfield saying it? <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> give me fuel, give me fire, give me that with Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we got this out of it. We might Thank have God. wasted 15 minutes of your time, <laughs> but we ended up with the James Hetfield saying Jeremiah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. Remember yeah. on the, uh, I think there's a, ma- it's the VHS that it, that is like the making of Injustice for All. There's a part where Bob Rock is like, hey, James, why don't you put a, uh, oh, yeah, in there. And, like, <laughs> and James Hetfield's like, oh, yeah. And they're like, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then Bob Rock's bitching at, um, this is oh, so, no, I think this, this is, is some kind of monster. Album. No, no, this has been when they were cool and having fun, not when they were mad at each other. Oh, okay. No, it's a black album where like Bob Rock's like, I don't think you can do it. Um, uh, what's his name? What's the guitarist's name? Kirk Hammett. Kirk Hammett. It's like he's like telling Kirk that he can't play the solo for um, Unforgiven or, uh, yeah, Unforgiven. No, I understand that. Whatever. Yeah. He's just like baiting him and then Kirk Hammett just like right in his face rips the actual solo that's on the album and Bob Rock's like all right well let's I'm, admit I'm Bob Rock that happened on a Beatles album where I believe it's Love You Too maybe has a French horn on it and George Martin wrote a part that can't be played by the French horn and this guy that's the best French horn player in the world is Chuck like Mangione. this is impossible and George Martin like shrugs his shoulders and it's like, well, if you can't do it, and he basically did it, and then fucking spit on the ground and left, <laughs> dropped his French horn, yeah, exactly, and walked out, yeah, oh. deuces, bye, yeah. So yeah, the point is, I really like this song. Yeah, give and take. Uh, yeah, it's just low stakes, early chance, like around the uh ten day period. My personal favorite chance uh project. Uh, you're yeah. a real one. Yeah, but I just I like ambitious rappers, but the problem with ambitious rappers is not all of their highfalutin guest stars have the same ambition. So it's like I'm not trying to listen to like 2013 Childish Gambino rap. I'm frankly not trying to listen to any year (laughs) Childish Gambino. Just when he's singing, just let him sing. Yeah, enough with the rapping. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, the one album where he sings has like mainly good songs on it, but the rest of that, like even with that fucking America Dog shit, like not for me, sir. You didn't like that song. It's fucking whatever. I don't know. I just... It definitely got like, whoa, like everybody, take a minute. Everybody relax. This is not the new codex by which we unlock civilization. Yeah. Take it easy. Yeah, no, I agree. But yeah, you're right. That's some of the like the song on acid rap with him on it. Not for me. Yeah. yeah. And like a lot of that shit, it's just like great beat. But then like it starts to trail off and then there's a bunch of weird instrumental flourish. And then there's a rapper that I'm indifferent to. So it's cool about 10 days. It's just like a kid that got suspended for dropping acid. <laughs> a kid that got suspended for being a shithead in high school drops acid and makes like a perfect mixtape. That's, that's cool. what I want out of rap. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. I want a kid that's being told by some fucking know-nothing dickhead, you'll never mount anything, and they're like, better than being a fucking low-grade administrator, eat shit, and then you go home and make art. You want a singular vision. You don't want something yeah. by committee, which is what the movie Slice was. Yes. This was a singular vision. This was not... A marvelous way to wrap things up, sir. Got you. I got you. All right, that's it. What do we do now? Free Max B. You almost forgot. <laughs> it's been, I didn't even write the plot down. Jeez. Free him. Free him. Okay, and bye. thank you for voting for Namiki Const. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yo. 
Sometimes I lay flat and stare at the fucking ceiling Beg myself to trust religion Though nothing simple is sinning When alone in my room I transcribe my antis Try battling my damn pride And lost by a landslide Excuse the height of my pants I hate to offend Pretending to give a fuck While establishing where I stand My guy push bars and grams Is just supply and demand Fuck drugs I stay regretting Getting high when I land don't make your fellow wrong, do what's familiar, cause shit, that same nigga that kill with you, kill you, we all lose it once shit, stop the violence, cause we all come from one big drop, this tribe shit is life changing, I'm trying to make some shit for the birds, without some city niggas tripping, like that shit for the birds, I hit licks then dip we speeding down Dixie, it's real, fuck the shit that you heard. It's like fuck it, since most of our daddy done moved away I've been living kind of grimy, just getting me through the day but Checking yourself at least when you're trying to hit a stay There's only so much you could save and only so much you could take oh, Fuck it, since most of our daddy done moved away I've been living kind of grimy, just getting me through the day Just looking over your parents, they tearing up through the way It's only so much you could save and only so much you could take oh. I heard my old shit was dull, touched with elegance Stepped into my closet and skull Fuck the skeletons as well as what's been going around New fans say that Kimberly X been going to town For shoe fans, come walk a mile inside my varsity blues My new dance is the clown Clowning your goof ass Move slick, move fast Sneak so they can't see me My green is Cabrini My projects just shoot past We fucking these tracks The instrumentals got loose ass My review show the ruins of them goofies I blew past Must be maturation moving up to a new class Where doobies get blue fast New work, new cash, uh, and I ain't saying I got hate to harbor, I'm just here for what you owe me and I hate to barter, bitches nowadays is ungrateful, they love you then they hate you, time to clean the slate nigga, it's like fuck it, since most of our daddy done moved away, I've been living kinda grimy just getting me through the day, but checking yourself at least when you're trying to hit a stay, there's only so much you could save and only so much you could take, uh, fuck it, since most of our daddy done moved away, I've been Living kind of grimy, just getting me through the day. Just looking over your parents, they tearing up through the way. It's only so much you can save, and only so much you could say. My man's killer said he liked to make a shout out to the village, ambition Chicago, 2080s, save money, all his listeners. Oh, yeah, and everyone he's spoken to within the last month. He fuck with you. <laughs> Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.